Welcome to Texas Style Coworking. The ranch office is a neighborhood community office that delivers a warm atmosphere with a heavy dose of Southern hospitality. Located in Memorial, Katy, and Baytown, we offer private offices, conference rooms, event space, and much more. Come change things up and check us out. Remember, life is better at the ranch. In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Today, I'm really excited about the guests that we have on the show. The truth of the matter is, I'm usually excited about all the guests we have on the show, but I'm particularly excited about the one today because I know what we're going to talk about and actually some other upcoming guests in the next two or three weeks that I'm really excited about. So I'm a little bit giddy here today. Today, my guest on the show is David DeCure. David, did I screw that up with my Texas accent? No, that was perfect. Okay. So that D-E-C-U-I-R is your last name. What kind of name is that? It's French. Okay. I tried to get that little French flair in there, but never works with a Texas accent. But David, you're the CEO and founder of a company called ICANN Technologies. Is that right? Yes, sir. As usual, I'm in my home office just northwest of Houston. Where are you? I'm in Geismar, Louisiana. So we're in between, let's say, Baton Rouge and New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. All right. Well, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, more French stuff there, French Cajun stuff, huh? Baton Rouge is the uh, capital of Louisiana. Of course, everybody knows about New Orleans. So I suppose with that name and everything, you are from Louisiana originally? I am. I grew up born and raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay. All right. So let me guess, big LSU fan? Yeah, a big fan of any, I guess, Louisiana State University. So all of them. <laughs> So where did you go to school? I went to Nichols State University. My undergrad's petroleum engineering and technology from there. My master's is just a traditional MBA. Okay. But your background is oil and gas, right? Correct. Like I said, my undergrad's petroleum engineering and technology, but always on the production side of things. So Gulf of Mexico centric, just traditional shelf assets, everything from operating them to managing them. Okay, so the reason that I wanted to have you on the show and the reason I'm excited about having you on the show, you mentioned technology. You have some award-winning technology, and some folks may be saying, well, now, what? why are we got a technology guy on HSE podcast? I was introduced to you by Mark LaCour. There's another French name, another fellow Louisianan. When he showed me the software, and then when you and I talked and you showed me the software, I was just blown away by it, as was Mark. But what really caught my attention, people who are wondering why this is on an HSE podcast, one of your clients is an energy company called Quarter North, and their VP of HSE said, I don't think we need to waste any more time looking at the software. I have been heavily involved in software development throughout my career, and I know what great software looks like and how it functions. I can tell this is great software. And then also, when you look through some of the other material and whatever, some of the stuff that this software does, you say can reduce costs 
by as much as 30% or higher with fewer at-work errors, safety-related incidents, and reduced overall training costs. David, with that as an introduction, as poor as that probably was, tell us about your software. Yep. I appreciate that, Mr. Russell. There's two really big aspects of it. One side of it is the competency side, and then one side is the training side. So on the competency side of our system, most of the time when you look at competency management systems, they're basically empty databases. And so you have to get all your subject matter experts together. You have to design all of these competencies. Then you go out and you assess your team. And then you have no idea if it's actually working or not because your data is really siloed. So what we've done is is our technology crowdsources all of these subject matter experts from all of these different customers, and they're continuously feeding into these different competency profiles. So on day one, our customers have access to this library that's continuously growing and evolving with new technologies, new subject matter experts. And then because you have this, what you also get for the first time in history is the ability for these companies to compare their employees not only to themselves, but to industry benchmarks. So now for the first time ever, they can see how does my workforce compare to the other 8,000 people that have already been assessed and growing on glycol dehydration or oil and gas, the three-phase separators or compressors, whatever the topic may be that they're assessing. And then after that, based on how their competency levels are scoring, the algorithm then automatically assigns them the training that they need to further develop themselves and then verification afterwards that they are now competent in that particular role. So that helps out with upskilling and reskilling. And then on the training side of our software, what we've done is it's similar to a traditional learning management system that companies may see where you can build instructors, exams, evaluations. We link to all the company's policies and procedures. You assign that to your workforce. What's really separated us from that is generative AI. What we do is we allow the user to go in and type in topics on our software on any topic in the world. It doesn't matter if you're talking about HR stuff, you're talking about technical stuff like oil and gas, whatever topic you need trained on, you type in the topic and instantly it will generate you computer-based training that you can change out the pictures, you can edit the script, you can tell you how long you want this thing to last, and you can add your own picture. So you make it centric to you, but literally the subject matter expert does it while he's on his lunch break. And then right after that, you can tell it to generate exams and evaluations using generative AI, and it instantly creates all of this material for you that you can edit and then automatically assign to your workforce. So you can imagine how extremely valuable that is to a customer where even if they have something very complex like a new technology or if they have existing stuff, they can sit down, type a couple of keywords and instantaneously have training material that they need to be able to develop their workforce for the future. That's very fascinating. Wow. That kind of changes the whole training landscape out there, doesn't it? No, absolutely. Traditionally, and I want to say that there is plenty of room still for traditional computer-based training and how that works and everything. However, what we've allowed is that you kind of have always had two ways of going about this. One You buy these libraries of training or this pay-per-use, and it's on a certain topic. 
the end user takes it and it's probably not very centric to that company. It's basically just a generic stuff. You buy these libraries and you're probably only using 10, 15% of that library. The other way that the model works is that you would pay for a software to be able to develop computer-based training. Then you'd have to hire like a developer, the person knows how to work that software. And then you still have to provide the subject matter expert to tell them what you need in this computer-based training. And that kind of workflow takes literally months to get one computer-based training out the door. Now, you literally can sit down with our software. The subject matter expert can type in a topic like lockout, tagout, and I want this to have three sections and I want it to last 15 minutes. And it will automatically go out to the language models and it will create this entire computer-based training CBT for you. And then you can edit like the script, the pictures, but it's instant now. So you can build out your whole personal library on your company for the stuff you need trained on. And you can do it in one day. And then it's always yours to where as time changes, technology changes, policies change, you just go in, update what you need, save it, and then keep going about your day. So it continuously evolves as your company does. Wow. Let's go back to some of this. First of all, folks, what he just described, the first time David and I talked about it, we were actually on a uh, Teams meeting, and he was actually able to show me an actual demonstration of what he just described. And when you see the actual demonstration, it's even more eye-opening and really captures your attention. I want to move to this competency management system. And there are other companies out there, of course, who have these and some that I could, a couple of them, especially that I could, or actually I'm looking at three of them here that if I were to name them, everybody would recognize the names and they all have competency management systems. But something that's unique to yours that none of the rest of them have, you have what's called preloaded competencies. Talk about that. Yep. So that's where I was explaining at the beginning where what we do is instead of just providing a tool that you can go and build competency in, you can still do that in our software. But what we also have is what we call industry competencies preloaded. And what that allows you to do is you can, instead of having to build out all these competencies with all these subject matter experts, taking time away from their jobs to be able to do this, you can literally sit down and select from the content that's already built in our library. And it's built by all of these subject matter experts that are feeding into these competencies. So an example of that is one of our customers, one of their engineers, he specialized in glycol systems. So he was literally writing the competency profiles for glycol dehydration, where Another one of our customers, they really specialized in oil and gas measurement, lack units, stuff like that. So they were writing the competencies on that specialty. A company is not going to have all these different subject matter experts, but the crowd, the industry does. So by crowdsourcing all of that and putting it into one location, you have access to all of these subject matter expert assessments on day one that you can automatically turn on and start using within your workforce. So time to value for you is pretty instant. Okay. And then again, I'm looking at some of these other technologies that's available out there and something that you have, these other three don't. You call it an everything store for CBTs. What is that? Again, we use generative AI for you to be able to create content, but there is certain training that you would want to get through computer-based training 
that maybe has like an accreditation or something like that. What we have is instead of us building content and saying our content's the best, what we do is, is we have vendors that we work with all over the world and you can select from those different vendors. If you say, hey, I need this course X with this accreditation, then we take care of everything for you from the vendors in to where you come into our software and you automatically have access to that from that particular vendor. We also have the ability that if you have your own custom courses, if you spent a lot of money and time building out custom computer-based training for your company, we actually can load those files in as well. So again, it's your one source or your one-stop shop for being able to deliver not only computer-based training, but then also being able to take exams and evaluations on your policies and procedures. We have a very advanced scheduling feature for scheduling people on when they're going to go to instructor-led training and when that's done, how the system autonomously updates everything through the scheduler. So it's another really big feature that we've been able to put out to our customers. And something that we talk about a lot on this show as it relates to safety, sometimes we'll have guests who are not in the oil and gas industry because we want to get their safety perspectives because safety is universal in nature. If I'm in the oil and gas industry, I can take your software and go look at other industries and see how I compare to them and say things like safety. Is that right? To an extent. So what you would be looking at is the different units. So units of competency. So you would be able to see how do I compare to the industry's average on let's say lockout tagout procedures or glycol systems or safety policies. That's how you would be able to tell how you're comparing. Now, one thing I would mention is nobody's data is shared. So you wouldn't be able to say, hey, I'm at company X and I want to see how I compare to company Y. What it is, is it's a aggregated average that you'd be able to look at to see how you're comparing. For the industry in general, exactly. Not any particular specific company. Yeah, exactly. Which is very critical because for all your customers, their data is their data. You're not going to give that to other people. And I want to say that that's the same thing when you think of the generative AI is your content that you're developing using our AI tools is your content. The systems that we use, the LLMs, they don't learn from what you're putting in. An example of that is if you were trying to train your people on a certain policy. You could copy that policy and paste it into our software and ask it to develop a computer-based training or an exam and evaluation. It will use the language model to build those questions as evaluations, but it won't learn from your policy or procedures. Well, that's interesting. This AI stuff has all kinds of flexibility, and you guys seem to have captured it in a way that I've never seen before looking at other systems. How'd you get started in this, David? Like I said, I worked in industry 15 years managing offshore oil and gas. One of the companies that I worked for, I was able in about a 10-month period to create the largest savings in their 80-year history. So they see this $2.5 million savings every year now. And it was basically by just deploying some of the technologies we talk about today. But one of the big things was I kept asking and I kept seeing it is like, what are you doing to make sure that people truly understand their job to develop the workforce of the future? Because you don't have very competent people coming in anymore. So what are you doing to develop them? And 
the answer that I got back from the industry was not a lot. Training hasn't changed in 30 years. That's when I started going down the road of us looking at statistically how can we start to develop the workforce of the future since you look at the workers index that number historically is around three so for every job opening i got three qualified people that number today is at 0.79 and falling you got less than one qualified person and your most confident people your baby boomers the youngest one is 59 years old and leaving the workforce at 3.8 million a year and growing for the next decade we have to be able to speed up training and competency for the workforce of the future, for every industry to be able to prosper. Well, there you go, folks. And again, to truly appreciate and understand how ICAMS technology does this, it's something that you really need to reach out to David to get an actual demonstration. And in fact, I think, David, you guys have just launched a new website. Is that right? That's correct. One thing that we realized was is when we met new customers, they would pretty much continuously say, hey, I went to your website and I looked at it and I have no idea what you're doing. We spent a lot of time and energy in completely redeveloping the website. So if you've already looked at us before on the web, you haven't seen this website yet. So I would encourage you to go back and it tells a better story of what we do. And then, of course, as always, we'll put your LinkedIn contact information in the show notes. And of course, as always, Anybody can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I give you direct access to any of our guests. David, again, really appreciate you coming on the show. Anything else? Did I miss anything else that you want to share before we say goodbye? No, I definitely appreciate the time. And like I said, our mission is really to help people develop themselves for a more prosperous future. So any opportunities we can use our technologies to do that. We want to be a part of it. So please call us, ask questions, send emails. We'd love to hear from. Well, this competency thing, that's really a big deal, especially as it relates to safety. In fact, another guest that I'm going to be excited to have come back on the show, he'll actually be a returning guest. That's actually one of the things I think we plan on talking about. I was at the uh, UTA Oil and Gas Safety, Health, Environmental Conference last week, and he told some stories about some tragic SIFs that occurred simply because of a lack of training and competency. So this is something that we really need to get a handle on in in HSE. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Again, thanks to all of you for listening. Please tell your friends to listen. Post us on LinkedIn, your other social media. Leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or if you just do me a favor and take the time to hit the review link that's in the show notes. My producer told me the other day, he said, hey, nobody reads the show notes. I hope you'll read the show notes. Please tune in again next week for another episode of Knowledge Vine's OGGN HSE podcast. Knowledge Vine is your dependable partner for full service human performance and safety consulting. Knowledge Vine is error reduction that works. And if you want to learn about the most advanced safety technology adapted from the human performance principles of the nuclear and aviation industries, then check out their book entitled Remedy. The Formula for an Evolving Human Performance Culture. It's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you buy books online. However, for a limited time and while supplies last, because they're about to come out with a second edition, my listeners can get a free copy of the book if you just simply reach out to me on LinkedIn and request it. And you can discover more about KnowledgeVine, again, in the show notes, finding their website link and other contact information. Please reach out to me on LinkedIn for any show suggestions on topics or guests. 
or if you're looking for a speaker for your safety conference or you want a copy of the book. And we'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.